Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Chicago, I've learned, is full of surprises, like 70-plus degree days in February. Yikes. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. The weather at the start of this week has been nice, suspiciously nice. Chicagoans are pretty used to the occasional bout of fake spring, but it's been a shockingly mild winter. And of course, a stretch of good weather like this in Chicago, well, it makes folks raise their eyebrows and ask themselves, geez, should I be worried here? I sat down with an expert for the answer to that question and a few others on the minds of the Reset team. Max Grover is an atmospheric data scientist at the Argonne National Laboratory, and he says we're right to be shocked by these temperatures. It is definitely not normal, and the forecasted high today is going to be in the upper 70s, which would actually break not only the all-time February record, but the all-time winter record. So going from December through February, which is our meteorological winter, um, that would break that record as well. Incredible. I mean, as an atmospheric scientist, did you expect this? We had at least a little bit of uh, lead time. Our our forecast models have definitely gotten better over the years. So we sort of knew that it'd be a little bit warmer this week, at least a couple weeks out. But this is definitely abnormal and and something that is kind of scary. Yeah. Well, you know, some years, Max, you get this random warm front in February. I've seen this before and it's warm for about a day. But something like this feels very different. So talk about how these mild temperatures that we're experiencing right now compared to previous years. Yeah, so actually a few years ago in in 2017, we had some 70 degree readings in February. Mm -hmm. But seeing this, this mild of a winter is pretty abnormal. Um, This is sort of to be expected since we are in an El Nino year, basically where the the eastern Pacific along the equator is a little bit warmer, which helps impact some of our, our winter Uh, weather and Mm -hmm. and winter climate, but this is definitely one of the most mild winters uh, that Chicago has seen. Talk more about El Nino and La Nina. Help us understand what they are and how they impact temperature. Yeah, absolutely. So El Nino and La Nina are basically ways of describing how warm or cool uh, the Pacific Ocean is along the equator. So during an El Nino year, this is where those ocean temperatures are much warmer than normal. And mm-hmm. usually they're a little bit cooler, especially off of South America. And so what that leads to is a lot warmer, more moist air along the, the eastern Pacific, uh, which a lot of that warm, moist air and a lot of those storms and, and a lot of that weather makes its way farther east and farther north um, and up to the United States. So, for example, Florida this year, it's one of the cloudiest winters they've had over oh, really? the past 80 years. Um, so it impacts there as well as typically in an El Nino year, we get pretty mild, mild winters. Yeah, I, I wondered what it looked like in a warm state like that. Yeah, so they're actually seeing cooler uh, weather than usual. I was actually down there last week on vacation and uh, you talked to a lot of the people. I couldn't tell from the Hawaiian yeah. shirt you're wearing today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they, they've had some, some pretty cool and very cloudy weather, which is typical that we see within this El Nino. Yet we are supposed to be facing a cold front tomorrow, Max, with a chance of snow. What gives? Yeah, so this is this is a really powerful system. Uh, we're going to see, especially tomorrow morning, 
we could see wind chills in the single digits with sub-zero single digit Ouch. wind chills uh, a little bit farther from the which lake. Which is normal. Which is normal. And I'm forgetting I mean, that this is February. <laughs> this is normal. I mean, we, we get some of these big storms, uh, but especially as warm as it is. I mean, like I said, it's going to be the upper 70s today. That's crazy. And we have a chance for severe weather today. So uh, just to let everyone know there is a chance for some thunderstorms tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Hail is a big risk. Uh, that's sort of the biggest risk out of wind, hail, or tornadoes. There also is an isolated chance for a tornado. Yeah, the National Weather Service did mention a possible tornado or two. Yes. Oh. Yes. I was hoping you would <laughs> say that that was a lie. Um, this has also been one of the driest winters in Chicago, Max. Mm-hmm. I mean, so do El Nino and La Nina, I mean, do they impact precipitation? They can, yes. Uh, this winter we have seen pretty dry. Um, in fact, this month we've only seen about two-tenths of an inch of, of precipitation, and a lot of the, the state of Illinois is actually in a drought right now. Um, even going a little bit farther north, parts of northern Wisconsin are about three to five feet of snow below normal this year. Oh, my goodness. Um, which uh, is, is pretty crazy. Yesterday evening, we saw red flag warnings across some parts of uh, Chicagoland. What's a red flag warning? Yeah, so a red flag warning is basically let people know that it's very dry, it's windy, and fires can get out of control. These sorts of fires, like say you, you start like a small brush fire with the, the wind and especially as dry as it's been, like I said, we're, we're, in, we're in drought conditions all over the state. Uh, those fires can get out of control. Uh, for example, yesterday in Nebraska, there were some, some good sized fires that sort of broke out. And so it's not wow. just the West that can get these sort of fires that break out. It can also happen uh, within the state of Illinois. Should we expect more red flag warnings this winter in Chicago? Yeah, so it's it's still expected to be the Climate Prediction Center from NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. It is going to be drier and uh, continue to be relatively warm going forward. So we can't expect more of these drought conditions to persist, mm. at least for the next month or so. And is that typical to face these huge fluctuations in temperature and precipitation year to year? Yeah, and it's and it's definitely getting, especially as we start to see climate change kind of going forward. We're seeing a lot of these extremes. Um, it's becoming so, more of our norm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, climate change is making this yo-yo weather more extreme. Yes. Talk about that. Yeah. So a lot of that has to do with the fact that as it's warming, the atmosphere can actually hold more water. It can hold more moisture. And so that's leading to basically more energy within these systems. We see these huge temperature swings. It's where we see this large amount of energy, which can help start these storms and and that sort of thing. And yeah. for every one degree of warming, uh, it's roughly 7% increase in in moisture within the atmosphere. So yeah. with more moisture, we're getting more of that energy and more of these high-powered systems. I mean, I had hoped to wrap this conversation on, on good news, right? Sunshine should be some good news, but leave us with this. I mean, should these fluctuations concern us? They should, because these have very real impacts, especially as we uh, get warmer, especially during the winter. These overnight low temperatures are, are much higher. Plants necessarily aren't able to have these long freezes, especially fruits and, and that sort of thing that need these long freezing times during the winter to help with the crop in the spring. These are having very real impacts on us now. We'll leave it there. That's Max Grover, atmospheric data scientist at the Argonne National Laboratory. Thank you so much for the update, Max. Thank you. This conversation was produced by Ellie Gilbert Bear, edited by Meha Ahmed, and mixed by Brenda Ruiz. Do you want more conversations like this? Well, don't forget to subscribe to the pod so that you never miss a new episode. We bring you conversations daily with an extra special podcast on Saturdays too. 
And if you want more Reset, check out our newsletter. We break down the latest stories and put events happening across the city on your radar. Does that sound like your cup of tea? Well, you can sign up at wbez.org slash Reset News. That's it for this episode. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.